0: A co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network.
1: Welcome to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio, keeping you connected to your faith and your world. Teresa tackles the issues of faith and culture, the pro-life message, and media awareness. And now, here's Teresa Tamio.
2: Of 2022, the 25th, and next week is Lent. Much to talk about on a Friday morning edition of Catholic Connection Coast to Coast and Around the Globe. Good to be with you. Teresa Tamio here. Looking forward to chatting with right after the news, and there's a lot of news, obviously, because of all the frightening developments in Ukraine. But Doug Keck will be joining us, as he always does on a Friday, and we'll be taking a look at the different programming coming up. And you don't want to miss this. All the segments are great, but especially. When we get into particular liturgical seasons uh, of the church during the year, Doug will give us a great outline of what we can expect from programming. And so next week, of course, Ash Wednesday. Can you believe it? March 2nd. So we'll catch up with Doug. He's the president and chief operating officer of the network. Fact check Friday. Speaking of Lent, the Holy Father's Lenten message and Lenten theme is beautiful. And he picks up on the media. And he's calling for us to have more face-to-face encounters. So in terms of the fact-checking, I want just to take a look at how much time we spend with the media and how we may come up with some of our own ideas and how to back away a bit. This doesn't mean that, that you can't still obviously use your phones and, and watch television, but I really think that it's a great thing because of all the noise in our lives through the media to at least make an effort to find more time for silence, and this is what the Holy Father is saying, for silence, for prayer, and also for charity and doing good works. And he says, never tire of doing good, which I think is beautiful from uh, the letter of St. Paul to the Galatians. And then we'll wrap up with good media. Speaking of doing good, a beautiful magazine called Embodied. And Good is going to be joining us. And they have a spring edition coming up. number of great topics looking at the importance of creativity, home organization. And she interviews a seminarian who is using his background in journalism, speaking of media, To train folks to avoid being so judgmental and full of fear. So that should be an interesting edition of the magazine and an interesting discussion, a number of different topics to discuss with our guests and with you, of course, on a Friday morning edition of Catholic Connection. All right, the weather is a problem, folks. We've got some problems across the country with this storm that is moving through. Uh, For example, in the Midwest, we're still getting some snow. And there's a lot of ice in certain sections, so you need to keep this in mind. National Weather Service says a winter storm producing a big area of freezing rain, and this will happen throughout the day today over the northern mid-Atlantic as well as heavy snow in upstate New York and much of New England. They're also looking at heavy ice accumulations, and they say that's most likely over west-central Pennsylvania where especially hazardous travel and localized power outages are likely And they're also saying in some parts of the Northeast, get this, snowfall, one to two inches per hour is expected. So that's a lot of snow coming down. So be careful. In southeastern Michigan, we've already had a number of accidents and issues with the snow. Not that it's that heavy, but when it gets slippery, that is uh, really dangerous. So be careful. Take your time. And stay tuned right here to EWTN and all of our programming to keep you updated. It is a busy Friday morning. There's a lot of news, of course, with all the developments with Ukraine and reaction from Rome and the church across the country. So let's get to that right now. Already four minutes past the hour, you are listening to Catholic Connection, and it's a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN. Let's see what's happening in and around the world on a Friday. Russia's invasion of Ukraine moving forward with forces now on the outskirts of the capital city, Kiev. Igor Kosov is a reporter for the Kiev Independent who says the second night of, uh, was frightening and very, very hard on
1: citizens. Lots more people trying to, uh, thinking about uh, leaving uh, because they know that the Russian army is, um, I want to say, 20 kilometers away or something like that.
2: This as Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin yesterday describing the current phase of the Russian military action as just the tip of the sphere. The U.S. State Department says the Ukrainian president is himself a prime target for Russian aggression. New York City protests are being held against a Russian invasion on Ukraine. Demonstrators rallying Thursday in Times Square before marching through Midtown to the Russian mission and then on to the United Nations.
3: My family is being bombarded at the moment as we speak. So every time I check my phone, I don't know if they will still be there.
4: It's awful, obviously. Like we have our families there, our relatives, and right now they're trying to find some safe place.
2: Mayor Adams tweeting, our city stands with them, reminding New Yorkers the Big Apple is home to America's largest Ukrainian population. Some 150,000 Ukrainians live throughout the five boroughs. The governor of New York saying the state stands ready to welcome Ukrainian refugees. The Russian invasion of Ukraine likely to lead to higher gas prices. Gas Buddies Patrick DeHaan estimating that we could break the record national average gas price by Memorial Day weekend.
5: We'll eventually lead the national average to rise to 3.75 a gallon, perhaps higher. That could occur in as little as one to two weeks. That could bring us on the road to a $4 a gallon national average by May.
2: Rising gas prices might also lead to higher prices for products delivered by both trucks and planes. President Biden vowing to use every tool available to limit the pain at the gas pump. The leader of the Ukrainian Greek Catholic Church is skipping a bishop's meeting in Florence, Italy, where the Holy Father was expected to speak. Instead, the Archbishop of Ukraine remains in the capital city of Kiev as Russia is involved in a full-scale invasion of the Eastern European country. The Archbishop writing a letter to the president of the Italian Bishops' Conference yesterday saying the current situation requires his presence. Pope Francis, of course, as you may have heard already, has called for a day of prayer for peace in Ukraine on the coming Ash Wednesday. After the Russian attack on Ukraine, meanwhile, the Cardinal Secretary of State at the Vatican, Cardinal Pietro Pierlin, issuing a statement insisting, despite the fighting, there is still time for goodwill as well as negotiation.
4: The tragic uh, scenarios uh, that everyone feared are becoming a reality. Yet, there is still time for goodwill. There is still room for negotiation. There is still a place for the exercise of wisdom that can prevent the predominance of partisan interests, safeguard the legitimate aspirations of everyone, and spare the world from the folly and horrors of war. As believers, we do not lose hope for a glimmer of conscience on the part of those who hold in their hands the fortunes of the world. And we continue to pray and fast as we shall do this coming Ash Wednesday for peace in Ukraine and in the entire world.
2: The communications director for Caritas Ukraine saying they're mobilizing, meanwhile, many resources to respond to what they're worried about in terms of a potential humanitarian crisis in the country.
4: Now we are gathering other resources, our resources to respond to potential humanitarian crisis that will go uh, a very large territory. Uh, We we understand that uh, uh, people in need will need us uh, as a humanitarian actor. They will need uh, our support. So now we're working closely with our partner organizations from all Caritas Network to collect enough resources to cover all needs. Soon will be even more increased.
2: The president of the U.S. Bishops' Conference echoing the Holy Father's call for prayer and fasting for Ukraine. That's Archbishop Jose Gomez, who said in a statement, May our prayers join with those of people around the world. Help guide those waging war to end the meaningless suffering and restore peace. Pope Francis and other religious news this morning, releasing his message for Lent. In that message, which was released uh, yesterday, the Holy Father saying Lent is an appropriate time for believers to resist temptations and evil in their own lives. Also calling on the faithful not to grow tired of doing good for others and avoid sin, which he called weakness, including an addiction to digital media. Instead, the Pope said people should give up their smartphones for authentic human communication. And the Vatican, as Catholic News Agency reported Friday, is announcing that the Pope will no longer be able to attend an international meeting of bishops and mayors in Florence, Italy, on Sunday due to doctor-ordered rest for knee pain. The Pope will also not be able to take part in the customary procession on Rome's Aventine Hill and Mass at the Basilica of Santa Sabina for Ash Wednesday on March 2nd, also according to the Vatican Press Office. Students at Loyola University of Chicago, among many across the Americas, who had a chance to speak with Pope Francis. Through a translator, the Pope speaking as Loyola hosted a historic conversation on Zoom.
4: Thank you, first of all, to the university students who are the heart of this dialogue. They are our life.
2: Several topics were discussed with the students, including a topic near and dear to the Pope's heart, the one of immigration and migration. The Texas Supreme Court is deciding whether the state attorney general or state medical licensing boards should be able to enforce a new fetal heartbeat abortion rule. Texas Solicitor General Judd Stone says this would not impact the main part of the law, which allows anybody to sue if they feel the guidelines are being broken.
5: An injunction against several state defendants couldn't possibly prevent private individuals from attempting to enforce the SBA.
2: The hearing was just one step in the ongoing federal lawsuit, which is being brought by abortion providers who are challenging that measure. The U.S. Supreme Court is allowing it to stay in effect until they rule. A very special Shroud of Turin exhibit will be opening at the Museum of the Bible in Washington, D.C. this week. Mystery and Faith, the Shroud of Turin, running through the end of July, July 31st. The Shroud of Turin, of course, an artifact many believe is a burial cloth of Jesus Christ. The 14 by 3 foot long shroud is stained with the image of a man who had been tortured and crucified. The actual Shroud of Turin is stored in San Giovanni Baptista, St. John the Baptist Church in Torino, Italy. An effort to combat so-called wokeness a step closer to becoming law. The Florida House yesterday passing what some call the Stop Woke Act. House Bill 7 says teachers can't discuss anything that makes students feel guilty about historic wrongs. Miami Springs Republican State Representative Brian Avila sponsored the measure, saying it allows us to focus on building character instead of assigning blame. A Senate committee is set to talk about the bill on Monday. And as we mentioned, a major winter storm is expected to cause major travel disruptions across the Northeast, and that will happen today. That storm front currently bringing snow and rain to millions of Americans from the Ozarks to Pennsylvania, where the National Weather Service is predicting a lot of freezing rain. Icy roads already have led to hundreds of travel accidents across the central part of the country yesterday. The rain turning into snow in the northeast later today. Some parts of the northeast and New England could see over a foot of snow. In Michigan, James and Jennifer Crumbly will stand trial for their roles in the deaths of four people at Oxford High School located north of Detroit. District Judge Julie Nicholson making that decision after hours of testimony that happened yesterday including the testimony of Oakland County Sheriff's Lieutenant Timothy Willis, who read from 15-year-old shooting suspect Ethan Crumbly's journal.
5: It says the first victim has to to be pretty girl with a future so she can suffer like me.
2: Crumbly blaming his parents for the shooting, writing he has had no help for his mental challenges. Meanwhile, as Lisa Taylor reports, the counselor of the alleged Michigan school shooter is revealing what the teen said to him hours before the incident. Oxford High Counselor Sean Hopkins testified in court that Ethan Crumbly told him he was sad and the pandemic had been tough for him. The testimony took place during the preliminary examination of Crumbly's parents, who were charged with four counts of involuntary manslaughter in connection to the deadly shooting. Crumbly's parents met with Hopkins the morning of the shooting after Hopkins said he determined that there was enough suicidal ideation that I called his home. The parents left the meeting after about 15 minutes, and the shooting started just hours later. A jury has found three former Minneapolis police officers guilty for violating George Floyd's civil rights. Assistant United States Attorney Charlie Kovat said the officers failed Floyd.
5: And although today's verdict won't bring George Floyd back to his family or his friends, his community, and his loved ones, this outcome represents our collective affirmation to uphold George Floyd's civil rights
2: Two of the three officers were also found guilty of not intervening to stop Shalvin as he used excessive force. Shalvin was found guilty of murder. The officers will remain free on bond until they are sentenced at a later date. The Department of Justice says those who violate civil rights can be punished by a range of imprisonment up to a life term or the death penalty, depending upon the circumstances of the crime. Trey Thomas tells us former Governor Andrew Cuomo is now starting a comeback that's going to begin, apparently, with the release of a new TV ad.
5: According to the New York Post, the ad will claim that he's been cleared of sexual harassment allegations after five district attorneys chose not to prosecute him. The ad doesn't mention that in many of those cases, the claims made by the women who accused Cuomo of wrongdoing were found to be credible. Sources tell the Post the ad is scheduled to begin airing on Monday.
2: Say goodbye to more overdraft fees. Citigroup is the first major bank to get rid of them altogether. By summer, customers will not be charged for overdrafts or returned items. Some smaller lenders are doing the same, but other big banks have only made some minor changes. And find in our news segment, at almost 15 minutes past the hour, on your Friday morning edition of Catholic Connection, coast to coast and around the globe on EWTN, a mystery is unfolding 240,000 miles from Earth. That is where we find an out-of-control rocket, apparently, on track to crash into the moon about a week from today. It was first thought to belong to SpaceX, but NASA now believes it's from a Chinese test mission launched in 2014. Hope you're having a beautiful Friday morning. Thanks for tuning in to the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Always look forward to our chats with Doug Keck, our President and Chief Operating Officer. I can't believe it's almost Lent. We've got the resources. And we have some great programming coming up that will help keep you close to the Lord and the one holy Catholic and apostolic faith. We'll be right back on a Friday.
0: Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values, long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria Mutual Fund. You can learn more about the Ave Maria Mutual Funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. We are the pro-life generation, passionate about building the culture of life in our health and in our nation. But not all health care options are equally pro-life and some provide morally objectionable procedures. CMF Curo is different. CMF Curo is a pro-life Catholic healthcare ministry providing a pathway for its members to build the culture of life in their health care choices, not destroy it. Learn more about CMF Curo at MyCatholicHealthCare.com. That's MyCatholicHealthCare.com. The EWTN home video highlight for February is Kabeho, Listen My Children. Through commentary by Immaculay, Ilibagiza and others, EWTN chronicles an astounding series of miracles when the Blessed Virgin Mary appeared to three young visionaries in Kabeho, Rwanda. Order your DVD at EWTNRC.com 24 hours a day, 7 days a week or call 1-800-854-6316.
3: When the need for senior care arises, home is where the heart is. Visiting Angels provides home care for mom or dad up to 24 hours per day, including personal care, meals, and light housework. You may select your professional caregiver with Visiting Angels. More information at visitingangels.com or at 877-374-LIVE. That's 877-374-LIVE. Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care.
2: Can't believe it's Lent already. A few days from now, we'll be marking the beginning of the liturgical season of Lent on the Catholic calendar, Ash Wednesday. Of course, coming up right around the corner, Doug Keck is our President and Chief Operating Officer. He joins us every week with an inside look at the programming. I, I thought we were just talking about Christmas programming. When did it come become to be Lent already? Uh,
6: yes, and when did it come to be almost uh, March? But, you know, thinks, how many things have changed? Think about what's going on in Ukraine and how right. the world is turned upside down in such a short period of time. And, mm-hmm. you know, as you know, um, the, the closeness we have, EWTN Ukraine, it's been a channel that we've been... Uh, working with uh, in ukraine since 2011 i think it was wow. and uh, we just had a message uh from the priest who's running the uh channel at this time uh father zelinski and uh and people can go to our website and check that out especially i know it's posted on cna right
2: catholic uh, news agency has a big story about that right morning. exactly yeah,
6: that mm-hmm. got uh posted the other day and uh yeah again uh, so these are our friends these are our co-workers these are our co-catholics and uh we, you know we, we pray uh, as much as we can to support them, and we pray that uh, the governments do the right thing and that uh, if, if Putin can be impacted by prayer, uh, that he be impacted as well and you know, it's very, very uh, hard and sad, and uh, you know we had a r- couple of rosaries. Uh, Father John Paul did one in in, in union with our various uh, Eastern, um, you know, Catholic channels in Poland mm-hmm. and Hungary and places around the world like that. So, uh, yeah, it really is the kind of thing I have to say. You know, uh, probably more on our doorstep uh, probably than many things that have happened in the world right. before, at least for in relation to EWTN. So we want to keep everybody in those prayers, and because of that, we've got a wonderful. Film film um that's airing tonight and uh tomorrow okay it's mm-hmm. called to believe it was produced in ukraine and it's it's a, a look at how the soviet union persecuted the church in this great story about a a, a very brave ukrainian priest named father sebanskin uh, and it's really well done. And we we saw it a number of months ago, and we said we you know we we want to acquire this and put this on the air. We had to turn it to English, so it wasn't going to air for a while. We said we've got to get it on the air right away. So it's running uh, this weekend, the twenty sixth and twenty seventh at ten p.m. It's excellent. It's very powerful. It shows the the kind of brutality that was going on. Of course, it's set back under the old Soviet Union right. days uh um, you know, kind of uh time period, but uh, you know, it's it's pretty shocking and unfortunately it indicates the kind of relationship or lack of one that exists in many places between uh Ukrainian nationalists and certainly uh you know where the Russian bear is these days.
2: And, Doug, in terms of talking to your contacts in, in that part of the world, what are they saying about um, the, the sense of, of what the people are, are feeling right now? We, we heard some of the sound bites that we ran in the news and right. elsewhere about the protests in New York where uh, there's a great deal of uh, Ukrainians that have moved into, into New York City and New York State. What are you hearing on the ground there from your people?
6: Well, I think through our news agencies and the people who have uh, the most direct contact I, I think what we you're basically hearing is these are people who um, love their country and want to stand with their country have uh, you know don't want to have to deal with uh, the oppression of uh, Russian control. Um, they they have plenty of a history. Like, like I said, you watch the movie to believe. You understand why this is right. They're not sitting there saying, uh, "Let's put the flags out in the street and welcome, uh, you know, Vladimir and the boys." Um, you know, it's in many ways this thing started off like what uh, Hitler did in the Sudetenland in, in World War Two. So, uh, you know, but I think what's happening now, unfortunately, in a lot of ways is, and you know the news reports probably better than I do, but. I think most people didn't think this was going to either, not that it wasn't going to happen, but probably not as quickly and it's not at such a large level. That's a great point, yes. So Mm -hmm. I think some of the people in Ukraine themselves uh, were maybe more lulled into a a sense of, I don't want to say well-being, but that things either wouldn't be as bad um, or that it wouldn't impact them as directly as maybe it is right now because, you know, the Russians are claiming they're basically in the outskirts of the capital. Um, so and when they're you know giving out guns to civilians, uh, you know you know, so we'll have to see. We'll just pray for uh, certainly the people there and pray for God's intervention.
2: Well, the latest I saw overnight uh, when I got up into the news this morning was close to 150 people have already lost their lives.
6: Right, and our guess is, like with most things, of the fog of war, the numbers are probably substantially higher. higher as as we go forward, depending on who's putting the numbers out, and quite honestly, what they're trying to prove or not prove at the time, right. Certainly the Russians don't want to have lots of body bags going back to the homeland either. That's why they got out of Afghanistan as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think the Russians have the money to have a sustained uh, you know, military excursion. So I think, I guess he went for a quick punch, maybe hoping that Zelensky would resign or flee the country. Because mm-hmm. I think what he really wants to do is install a puppet like he has in Belarus. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that effectively, he can claim that uh, you know they become a client state, but uh, he can claim that they're actually still independent and they got rid of all those ex Nazis.
2: Well, uh, obviously, he feels uh, you know that he's not going to get and hasn't gotten enough pushback to keep him from doing what he's uh, what he's carrying out right now. I'm just saying that's my personal opinion. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah. Well,
6: I mean, we have to be realistic and and say you know uh, you know 2014 when Obama was president, uh, he took the Crimea. Uh, now um biden's president now he's running rolling into ukraine now and this is for all the people who were convinced uh, by the media and as we've seen i think if you're honest realized you were hoodwinked about this whole russian thing Uh um that if he was so buddy buddy with russia you would have thought he would have given him ukraine he obviously had no love for ukraine based upon uh some of the things that went on with the supposedly with the biden family so uh it does make n- no sense, and people are just, you know, scurrying around trying to make up how this could be. But well, the reality is, like you said, they read the Obama thing is, listen, I don't want any problems. We're going to apologize to everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, Trump may be, you know, who Trump is, but he's somebody who obviously calls out things he believes to be true, whether he's right or wrong.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, he
6: called out the Germans in the, in the whole NATO idea of mm-hmm. saying you've got to put more money in and you guys got to stand up. He didn't want the uh, them to take them uh, the uh, the gas from Russia because it put made them, you know, depended on them, uh, and many of those things were all shot down and climate change and he's treating our 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 friends badly. But you know, unfortunately, whether we like it or not, many of those things have turned out to be true right. and uh, now we're dealing with uh, less energy being pumped out here in the united states more reliance for ourselves on russia let alone europe and uh, and we're going to see prices situation. at
2: four dollars or higher and, and by, by absolutely and case, this uh, and
6: this never-ending toolbox that's always being opened up and nothing ever changes you know right. he's always he's reaching into the toolbox one more time for everything that's gone wrong where we're using everything in the toolbox well he needs a new toolbox
2: Right, absolutely. And I think, too, this is why our perspective, from a Catholic perspective, because the Church has uh, the understanding on all of this, because we have the fullness of truth, which is why it's so important to have these different news agencies with people on the ground in that area who can share with us from a Catholic perspective. So stay tuned to EWTN News Nightly tonight, and, of course, uh, all the great news programs we have, Catholic News Agency, The Register, In-Depth, World Over, all these great resources. Please stay tuned, EWTN.com. more information. Doug, have a great week and we'll talk to you next Friday in the first week of Lent.
6: Absolutely. Thanks, Teresa.
2: Ciao. We'll be right back.
1: Everyone said it was okay. I had a life. They said it was a choice. I had a career. But I didn't really feel like I had a choice. I was looking outside for answers. I didn't want to mess up all my plans. I went on remote control. Are you suffering from a past abortion? If you are, you may feel alone, but you're not. There are people who understand and can help. Call 214-544-CARE. They said it was easy. Why am I still hurting? Not one single day is easy for me. Don't suffer alone. Call 214-544-CARE or go to racheldallas.org. Don't worry, it's all confidential. You're invited to an evening with Sister Norma Pimentel. Thursday, March 10th, 7 p.m. at Jesuit Dallas. Sister Norma, one of Time Magazine's most influential people of 2020, is a tireless advocate for refugees and currently serves as Executive Director of Catholic Charities of the Rio Grande Valley. Tickets are $25 and all proceeds benefit St. Mary of Carmel Catholic School in West Dallas. For more information, visit smcschool.org. That's smcschool.org. Are you a
0: small company in need of tech support? Do you have technical issues that come up and you don't know what to do? Does your church need guidance with live streaming? I am Charles Gura, a parishioner at St. Catherine of Siena Parish in Carrollton and a sponsor of KATH 910AM. Whether it's making sure computers are updated or they are backed up, ProMultis can provide these and other services. We can be reached at 214-702-6996 or online at pro-multis.com. That's pro s.com.
2: 28 minutes past the hour. Welcome back, Catholic Connection. It is a Friday morning. Good to be with you. And we are uh, right on the cusp of Lent. And Lent, of course, begins on Ash Wednesday, which is just a few days away. And each year, the Pope does put out a message for Lent. And this year, he is basing it on, you can find this, Not only on Vatican News, but there's a summary on Catholic News Agency and the Register. And, of course, Chen News Nightly, as we mentioned before with Doug Keck, we will be covering all of this in more detail as we move closer to Ash Wednesday. But the message of the Holy Father for Lent 2022, and this is going to be our focus for Fact Check Friday, because he's talking about, partly at least, in this beautiful message on the media. Let us not grow tired of doing good, for in due time we shall reap our harvest. If we do not give up. So then while we have the opportunity, let us do good to all. So this is from St. Paul's letter to the Galatians, chapter 6, verses 9 through 10. Now, one of the things I I like to stress in in all of my books that I've written uh, involving the media, especially my very first book, Noise, is that it would do us great good to refresh Ourselves on the different documents that the church has on the media. Now, last week I did a blog on this in relationship to some major stories that surfaced media-related. I also discussed this on Al Crustis' show, I think it was, on Wednesday. The new Online Protection Act, Kids Online Protection Act, that was put forth by Senators Blumenthal from Connecticut and Senator Blackburn from Tennessee. And this is in direct response to social media, and particularly social media addiction by... Young girls. And this all came about, at least a big, big, big reason for this measure had to do with insiders of Facebook, particularly Francis Hogan, who came out and basically was a whistleblower with that company and revealed thousands of documents of internal research that Facebook had done regarding a connection, Facebook now Meta, of course, regarding a connection between social media and particularly young girls and young women. And if you look at the report, there's many reports out there, but even you you can just do a Google search for Facebook and you know social media addiction, Facebook influence on young girls, and and much of this is brought up in this discussion that is online about the Kids Online Protection Act. Their own in-house studies, they had a whole PowerPoint presentation, many of them showing that the majority of girls who sign on and get a particular account to whatever social media outlet they're interested in. Usually it's, a, it's Instagram. It's a big one with kids. That it's all because of body image, popularity. They want to be the cool kids on the block. There is a great desire to measure up to everybody else who's out there. And often enough, as we know, what we see on social media and even, Lord help us, in the news media is actually not reality but it's something that is invented. One of their stats showed that a majority, again, of young girls are signing on to these accounts because they want to boost their own self-image and their own popularity among friends. So what is the Holy Father saying about this? He's not saying to throw the baby out with the bathwater, that we can't use the media. Obviously, he just did a Zoom event, so he's thinking that the media are okay, at least on some levels, Did do a Zoom event with students. But he is advising us to, to back away, and in particular to the phones. Now, do you remember, and Dr. Meg Meeker and I were talking about this last Friday, do you remember the days when all the doctors and pediatricians such as Meg, who are right in there on the front lines seeing the impact of media on kids? This is probably back in the early part of the start of the 21st century, when they were telling us not to let your children go into their rooms at night with the TV with the computer, with all of the gadgets and gizmos that they have. And that was very true back then. And now we have, some 15, 18, 20 years later, all of those gizmos are contained in one place, and that's the cell phone. So, again, I can't reiterate this enough, if you are allowing yourself also... And your children to be online without any type of guidelines, without any type of restrictions, without any type of controls, then you're basically throwing yourselves and your kids out to the wolves because that's how bad it is out there now online. Not, it's not all bad. But in addition to the violence and the over-sexualized content and all the craziness on social media with kids having their self-image affected to the point of attempting suicide and hurting themselves and on and on and on, we have this loss of a connection with each other. And this is what the Holy Father is emphasizing in his latest communications, actually his uh, Vatican message on Lent. Let us not grow tired of uprooting evil from our lives. May the corporal fasting to which Lent calls us fortify our spirit for the battle against sin. Let us not grow tired of asking for forgiveness in the sacrament of penance and reconciliation, knowing that God never tires of forgiving. Let us not grow tired of fighting against concupiscence, the weakness that induces to selfishness and all evil, and finds in the course of history a variety of ways to lure men and women into sin. One of these is addiction to the digital media. And he goes on to say here in his message for Lent, it impoverishes human relationships. He says, Lent is a time to resist these temptations and to cultivate instead a more integral form of human communication made up of authentic encounters, face-to-face and in person. Now when we say FaceTime, we're not talking about FaceTime online as in Zoom And other outlets, we are talking about in-person, meeting someone in person, going for a cup of coffee, talking to them on the phone, yes, but in essence, he's talking really about in-person contact. And again, not to say that all of these opportunities that we have and that were really developed more fully during COVID because of restrictions, that they're not valuable. They're very valuable. But we've gotten to the point where now we are using in terms of the media, and most of this, again, comes from phone usage, because everything is on that phone. Your whole life is on the phone, not to mention everything that's out there in the culture can be, you know, gotten very quickly, had very quickly. But he's talking about the fact that this is something that we need to back off from because we need to be able to relate to one another face-to-face and in person. We now use media and this is adults 18 and over, use media 11 to 12 hours a day. All right, so we're going to use some of that at work, obviously. But if we're all connected during the day at work, shouldn't we be taking a break when we get home, when we're with our families, when we're having dinner, to back away from the cell phone, back away from the TV, back away from the laptop, Put it down, put down the remote, silence ourselves, and have real, as the Holy Father says, authentic encounters. Sitting down for a meal, media-free. Spending time in silence. Maybe after your prayer time, how about more family time? Playing some board games, coloring with your kids, going for a walk, doing the rosary with them backing away from the media and then using perhaps also as he says in this message from this verse from Galatians let us not grow tired of doing good think of all the good you could do out there in the world if you exchanged that media time that cell phone time that texting time that social media time for maybe getting your family involved in a pro-life event for 40 days for life or helping out at a soup kitchen let us never grow tired of doing good but let's grow tired of spending all our time on our cell phones we'll be right back
1: in these difficult times pregnant mothers and their families are vulnerable and in urgent need of support project gabriel stands in the gap offering emotional spiritual and practical support to mothers in crisis You can become a part of this beautiful ministry at Gabriel Angel Training on April 9th. For more information and to register, visit ProLifeDallas.org or call 972-267-5433.
5: KTH 910 AM welcomes Emerson on Harvest Hill as a new sponsor. It's a senior living community in North Dallas near St. Rita Parish. Amenities include chef-prepared meals each day, transportation, social and educational events and activities, 24-hour security, and the participation in the sacraments. To learn more about Emerson on Harvest Hill or to arrange a tour and visit, you can contact Karen Ray via email at kray at emersonharvesthill.com or you can visit their website emersononharvesthill.com.
1: Come, let us pray to our Blessed Mother, that she will guard and protect our country from those who wish to destroy it. Bring God's influence to our leaders, that they lead us based on His will and not on our own. Restore love and peace in our hearts and heal us so that we can truly be one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. A Patriotic Rosary will be held at St. Patrick Cathedral in Fort Worth, focusing on prayer for our nation and our church, on Monday, February 28th at 7 p.m. Free rosaries will be available.
3: Hello, it's Todd Sluter, licensed professional counselor with Epiphany Counseling and sponsor of GRN. I've been blessed to work with many individuals, couples, teens, and families in our diocese, incorporating counseling principles with authentic Catholic values. God wants you to have a greater sense of joy and purpose. If you or someone you know are struggling to find purpose, stuck moving forward with goals in life, or a relationship is not working, you may need to seek a counselor to help regain hope and healing. You may get in touch with me at 469-556-8336.
2: mentioning during our fact check friday regarding the media segment i do every friday that there's good media and there's media that's not so good well we have a a beautiful option for you this would be something that you might want to do especially with young women in your family is to check out embodied magazine embodiedmag.org, on the phone with us this morning to talk about their beautiful spring edition i love the the website when you go to the website big letters a magazine that witnesses to what is true good and beautiful wow what a concept so there you go Ann Gunlock is with us, and she's the founder of Embodied Magazine. Before we get into what's coming up in the spring issue, which is wonderful, there's great articles, how did this whole idea for this magazine refresh our our listeners' memory, because you were on with us before, but how did this all
1: come about? Thanks, Teresa. Well, it came about out of my previous work. I worked with Couple-to-Couple League, and I did their magazine, Family Foundations, and that whole ministry was about moving people off of contraception and accepting you know, the, the church's plan for marital love. And about the mid-2000s, we rewrote our whole program to have it be rooted in theology of the body. So instead of hearing, you know, in the class, more of a tone of, you know, you should do this because the church says or because Jumane Vite says, it became centered around the teaching couple's story, their own love story of how they used to live, which in many cases was not in line with the teaching. Discovered natural family planning and just their relationship blossomed because they were finally living this full, true self-gift. Mm-hmm. So the whole class is about um, complete self-gift, one to the other. And as I learned more about Theology of the Body, I started seeing how it applies in so many other areas far beyond marital love. Um, mm-hmm. It really can touch on just about any aspect of the faith. So I started... Thinking, I could tell the stories of people living out self-gift and recognizing the dignity of the other, and in that way, in a beautiful magazine, something that helps you unplug and re- savor it. Um, I can start to just introduce this notion of the dignity of the human person, which is so lost. Right. It's so lost today.
2: So is this so, online and started. hard copy, or is it, or is it mainly online? It is.
1: It is everybody who subscribes to the print um, also has access it's on the issue app um, and some people can we also have a digital only subscription but my heart is really in the print edition and I, I've got a little story sure. I have a I have a girl a friend who is active on the UC University of Cincinnati campus in their Catholic group Catholic Bearcat she took a bunch of magazines and started passing them out to students. Up there, and then she had them over for coffee about a week later to get their feedback. I wanted to get some intel from young people as to the reaction to the first issue. Before they were even due to come over, this gal got a call from one of the girls, and she says, oh, I have got to tell you, I have been struggling with getting away from my phone and social media. I know it's bad for me, but I literally just today put it aside purposely, and I picked up your magazine." and the first article she read was the from Brainzel to Focus taking a stand against the culture of distraction which just spoke right to her struggles and her pain and she was just so grateful that she had been handed this magazine so i'm i'm a big proponent of getting them i mean i know some people prefer to read online but there's something about getting unplugged you know. Maybe it's our
2: age. We're probably about the same age, but I love the hard copy stuff. I really do. I mean, online is very convenient, you know but I'm old school, Teresa, so I love. <laughs> I,
1: I am, I am too. But I did my homework before I launched into this, and there is plenty of stats out there that show even the young people are trending towards liking the break. You know, when you read the magazine, you don't have pop up ads coming at you. You don't. You just take it in in a totally different way. People's retention is better that even the young people are reporting that their their retention is better when they read something offline. Yeah. So there's a market for this.
2: Ed, there is a market for this, and I'm so glad you're doing it. We're talking with Ann Gunlock, and she's with Embodied Magazine. Now, the website is embodiedmag.org, but uh, I would highly recommend, as she just did, the hard copy as well. The information is all there on the magazine. What What a great timing. God's timing is always perfect. So right before you came on, I don't know if you were listening, but I was talking about the Holy Father's message for lent and one of the messages was in the whole thing of never uh stopping uh, never never stop doing good from galatians was to back away from the phone because he says we have an addiction exactly. and, and what we could do with that time if we're not just sitting there on the phone all the time
1: exactly and it's like uh, another another kind of just you saying that made me think of an article in this new issue coming out in april 1st uh, it's on home organization and it's like it's it's, we have a Catholic home organizer expert, and she's telling stories of different people. She has helped brought peace <laughs> and contentment to their family life uh, just by taking care of some of the clutter or organization in their home because it often presents us from being present to the people in our life, in our children, in our mm-hmm. spouse, because we're stressed out about this. She told the story of one woman who said, I argue every morning with my kids. We're trying to get out the door. And she did a quick little organization of their entryway to make it, you know, more amenable to help that happen easily. And the woman got back to her and he said, I haven't argued or yelled at my kids for two weeks. Wow. You know, so she's able to be more of a gift and to be present to her children. This is all, this is theology of the body. It's about (laughs) being a gift and being present and giving yourself in love. To those you are called to
2: do that with. And so, so I, I love the way you're applying this because I think when we, when, when we hear about theology of the body, uh, and Dominic and I went through um, the, the, the the basic course with Christopher West and, and yes. his beautiful ministry, yes. but most of that has to do with male female complementarity, um, how we were created you know, exactly. to give and to receive. Uh, but in terms of applying it, I think, to other areas of our life, that's really crucial. Right. So what about folks who are, when we hear Theology of the Body, again, we may think of marriage or uh, relationships with male and female, but what about someone who is a single parent or a single person? How would you tell them that yeah. your magazine can help them learn about being a gift within the Theology of the Body teachings?
1: Well, Theology of the Body is all about learning how to be human in all stages. So it obviously applies to everyone. Another one of our big feature articles in the spring issue is on Catholic singles. Um, and so, again, the bottom line is, yes, um, these are people who generally have felt that they're not called to a religious vocation. Most feel called to marriage for many, many reasons that hasn't happened yet. But it's like, what do we do in that in-between time? And the, the answer is you learn how to be a gift to the people in your life or you right. are uh, ways to volunteer, ways to help your family, ways to help with your nieces and nephews. Um, you have the freedom to do things that other people can't, and it and it just helps take a little bit of that focus. You know, the focus can be so strongly at that time on myself and what I want and what I need, and it just helps shift it a little bit. and And young adults find a lot of peace when they start thinking of it that way.
2: So what's coming up? You mentioned the uh, the organization article, but what else is coming up in the spring edition, and do they need to sign up for this uh, fairly quickly?
1: Yes. Yes. To get on the mailing list, I'll say that first. To get on the mailing list for the spring issue, we need you to sign up by March the 4th. Anybody can go to our website. There's a subscribe button, and if they use the promo code founder, F-O-U-N-D-E-R, they'll get a discount. Uh, but we're talk, we're tackling the single life, um, home organization, as I said. We profile this wonderful, um, health and wellness approach, this, um, practice that brings in spirituality as well. And they have a lot of POB, you know, because we're body and soul and we Mm -hmm. have to address both to really be well. Teresa, you'll like this. There's a profile of a seminarian who uses what he's learned about theology of the body and from journalism school, because he was in journalism in undergrad, wow. to help him avoid being judgmental, to help him pause and say, "Think of the other that he's meeting or speaking to, to not jump to conclusions." To wow, not that's a great back. article. Uh. Oh my gosh, it's so needed, and and I mean that applies to all of us, not just the seminarian as he's dealing with people that he ministers to, but mm-hmm. all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, I love it. Our big uh, the big cover story is on the importance of creativity. When we use our creative gifts, and we all have some, we mirror God. We make God visible in the world. So we feature this wonderful Catholic hip-hop um, musician, Connor Flanagan, on our cover, and then we have some profiles inside of other people who use their creative gifts, not just for their profession. We're talking just, you know, it's a creative outlet and blessing the people in their lives. Um And it's so wonderful, and it's so positive. That's, that's one thing I like about this magazine. It's bringing just good, positive content. Thanks be uh, to God. People. I mean, seriously,
2: we 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 just get so overwhelmed. I think with all the bad news that it makes us want to, you know, go yes. back to bed and put the covers over our head but but there's so much beauty out there that's why i love to go to the home page because you're looking right at it where it says embodied seeking the beautiful the true and the good which is so important we're talking with the founder of this beautiful magazine Ann gunlock embodiedmag.org, and the spring edition is coming out and you can sign up for it go to the website and what's the um what's the word they need to use the code they need to use Ann?
1: founder F as in frank o-u-n-d-e-r Okay, great. So how it's
2: fun is it for you? Discount. 25% discount. percent discount. How fun is it for you to work on something like this?
1: Oh, my gosh. I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. This, it's very, um, you know, God has to come through for me in so many ways for this really to take off. I'm, I'm a person trying to do this on my own. Mm. Um, but I sit down every day, and I have such joy in my heart. Um, because I know this is a message that people need to get exposed to, um, and I just am try- It's my way of introducing people to theology of the body in a, a a kinder, gentler way. You know, I'm I'm giving good content that's uplifting that has little truth bombs dropped throughout. Right. Um, that reinforce you know T.O.B. principles, but it's it's not a you're not you know it's not like you're reading a theological journal by any means. Um, Well, see, that's a
2: thing, though, that's important because sometimes people hear Theology of the Body, and it is very deep, and I know that we've got great teachers that have, uh, you know, uh, opened this up for us, but at the same time, you're thinking, oh, there is no way I could ever uh, understand this because it is just so overwhelming, but when we we get the fact that it's applied differently in different areas of our lives, I think that makes it a lot easier.
1: And I do have columns. I have a regular column by the wonderful TOB teacher uh, Katrina Zeno, In every issue, I mean, that column is going to be like a little, you know, education. She's going to kind of unpack some of the main principles. There's another column that's dedicated on beauty and what T.O.B. does, you know, tells us about God attracting us through beauty. There's one just for parents to help talk about T.O.B. principles to their children. You know, so there is some education, but it is not the same as picking up, you know, man and woman he created them. Or you know, attending a week-long course. I hope that I just wake people up and make them curious and go, "Wow, I never saw things that way." And that they go and buy a Christopher West book or attend a, a mission when they come to town. You know, I hope I drive people to learn more about theology of the body. Um, well, it sounds like from all, all the
2: blinks, experience. I'm hearing all these beeps. It sounds like people are subscribing as we <laughs> as we speak. They are. I'm <laughs> <laughs> those those little tings, me that's me. okay. I'm just hearing it. I'm thinking, oh, I wonder if that's people signing up for the magazine live on the air as we speak. So exciting.
1: They are. So I'm just so grateful for you giving it some exposure and helping get the word out. Well, Ann, thanks a lot.
2: And, again, um, give us the details about how to sign up and get the th- – I never met a sale I didn't like at the 25% discount. Exactly. So just go to the website and put in the word –
1: embodiedmag.org and hit the subscribe button. And then when you get to that page, you'll see the place where you can put a promo code in.
2: All right. Sounds like you're making a difference. I hear them racking up. So keep doing it. Go to embodiedmag.org and put the word founder in and get a 25. percent discount and what an uplifting magazine and this is what the holy father is talking about getting away from being so distracted but diving into something like this can really help us understand the true dignity of the human person and how we comply theology of the body in our everyday lives we'll be right back and let you know what's coming up on a monday morning edition of catholic connection you are listening to the ewtn radio network again the magazine is embodied.org we'll be right back
3: when the need for senior care arises home is where the heart is Visiting Angels provides home care for mom or dad up to 24 hours per day, including personal care, meals, and light housework. You may select your professional caregiver with Visiting Angels. More information at visitingangels.com or at 877-374-LIVE. That's 877-374-LIVE. Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care.
5: We live right now in dark and confusing times, but Jesus is always at work. We shouldn't allow ourselves to forget what we know just because we're facing many circumstances that are threatening and confusing to us. You know that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know that he's poured out his Holy Spirit and formed his body on the earth, and that he is the head of the body in heaven, and his body is right here on earth. You can point to it. Jesus didn't just leave us a set of teachings, Jesus in fact gave us himself. The church is ultimately the deifying union between Christ the head and the sanctified members of his body. And so just as the Lord unfurls himself into the Eucharist, Jesus is also extending his divinely human presence into his mystical body, the church. Cresta in the afternoon, weekdays at 4 Eastern on EWTN radio.
0: Nestled under the warm Florida sun is a university whose name indicates a vocational call. Ave Maria, Latin for Hail Mary, recalls the angel Gabriel's announcement to Mary of her future vocation, becoming the mother of God. Enriched by God's grace, Mary freely ascends to this call. This is the model for all students. Come to Ave Maria University, where you'll be empowered to clearly see your vocational call, whatever that call might be. Ave Maria University, your vocation location. Visit AveMaria.edu.
2: Welcome back, Catholic Connection. Hope you're having a beautiful Friday. It is Friday, February 25th. Continue to pray for the situation in Ukraine and especially for all of our brothers and sisters and the leaders of the Catholic Church who are trying to bring peace there. We will keep you updated on the situation. And we'll be moving into Lent next week, of course, on Wednesday. So we'll be highlighting what's coming up on EWTM programming and also giving you great ideas on how to make a difference in your own Lent. And I think one thing you might want to do this weekend is go online and look at the Holy Father's Lenten message. There are all kinds of links to it. You can just go to Vatican News, easily go to catholicnewsagency.com or ncregister.com and just go to it and see what he has to say. It really is beautiful. And think about how you can back away from the phone and do good in your community. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on a Monday. Ciao, ciao.
1: You've been listening to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. Catholic Connection is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Andrew Kruchek. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net. That's A-V-E Maria Radio.net. Thanks for listening and join us next time for another edition of Catholic Connection.
6: charity this is the guadalupe radio network radio for your soul
3: Are you a young adult looking for the right path through the challenges and changes in your life? Do you wish to do God's will but don't know how? Join Young Catholic Professionals April 29th through May 1st for their 2022 conference, Thy Will Be Done on Earth as it is in Heaven. A weekend of inspirational speakers, enriching small group discussions, and the sacraments together with 600-plus witnesses for Christ from across the nation. Visit ycpconference.org to register. Registration closes April 7th.
1: The Guadalupe Radio Network thanks Little Elm Eye Care for their support of local Catholic radio. Little Elm Eye Care is owned by Drs. Burt and Leslie Bubella, parishioners of St. Francis of Assisi Parish in Frisco. They specialize in family vision care, comprehensive eye exams, contact lenses, and the treatment of eye diseases and injuries. Little Elm Eye Care is located at 1200 East El Dorado Parkway, Suite 100, across from the Little Elm Athletic Complex. They can be reached by calling 972-2920-900 or on the web at littleelmeyecare.com.
6: Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Catholic radio for your soul in North Texas. Heard also on grnonline.com and on your smartphone.